Testing. Hey guys, Clint here. I wasn't going to do anything tonight, but uh, yeah, I'm sitting upstairs and I don't know, you know, you know what I mean? You don't only, when you retire, you sp- you have a lot of family time and it's a good thing. I found, I checked the other pocket of my coat and I found another cigar. It's broken, but I make a use of it. smoking inside the house here but I don't consider this inside the house I consider this like my area this is my thing I should be able to do whatever I want right right it's broken it's not working I know I know it's disgusting for you to watch this I'm not proud of it uh, but I gotta fix it Oh, Lord. That's my ashtray. Mm-hmm. I'm having problems with my... That's a lot of fucking smoke. I'm having problems with my hair. Uh... I don't know why I just said that. The last video, I watched a little bit of it, and it's not good. My hair is not good. I look white. I don't really look like that, but I look old and nasty, like compared to the summer. I need a haircut, I guess. I don't know how I'm going to get one. but That is delicious. It's okay. Okay, I'm out and about today, and the wife asked me to go pick up some booze. Pick up some booze for the night. It's it's the weekend, and I'm like, yeah, okay, no problem. So I go to the beer and wine store. Everybody's wearing a mask. They're all getting out of their vehicles with masks on. And I talked to one of them, and he said that Bonnie Henry, I don't know if this is true, Bonnie Henry has said that everywhere you go now, you have to wear a mask. Is this true? Anyway, so I went home without any booze. And uh, turns out you can order it. So we got a delivery in about an hour. I don't know. I don't know. I don't wear a hat because I look like an idiot. Why do I care what I look like? Look at me right now. But I don't want to put on a mask. I'm just not there yet. I'm not there yet. Did you know you have like a 99.9 or a 99.5 chance survival rate of from the COVID? We gotta wear masks. Let's stop talking about COVID. It's hard. It's hard not to talk about COVID. Right? My last video, I called people wing nuts, and I feel bad about that. That lady, that lady, I was calling her a wing wing nut. She was from the CRCC, and I started thinking, I don't know if I should be calling people wing nuts. Like she might have daughters, right, or kids, children, and I'm calling her a wing nut. She's not. I shouldn't call her a wing nut. I shouldn't call anybody that. 
I just get so excited that uh, it comes out of my mouth. But I'm starting to rethink things, and I don't know if I should be talking to people. I don't have to say those words. She's ignorant. That's all they are. That's all these people are. And she's supposed to be ignorant. She knows nothing about the RCMP. She just thinks she does. And I don't know, who am I to call people wing nuts? Everybody's weird in this world. That is a lot of smoke. I'm going to get shit. Everybody's, I'm a weirdo. Like, look at me. Who does this? Who does this? Right? I don't know. I'm going to show you something that I wanted to show you the other day, or yesterday, I think. But uh, that video was going on and on and on. I'm going to show, I'm not going to show you a wingnut. I'm going to show you somebody that's a little ignorant. And I'm going to play a call from a caller. Then we'll call it a night. I'm going to make it short and sweet. Oh, that one hurt. And uh, I shouldn't be smoking during the podcast. It's not smoking. It's it's a cigar. It's different. After I did the last video, I got a ton of calls on my voicemail telephone. And I love that. Thank you for calling 604-330-2512. I love it that you guys called. And I love listening. There's a guy, there is a cop named Rob. Was it Rob or Ron? I think it's Rob. And he left about six minutes worth. And I loved every minute. He told me that I can't play it. And I wish I could. Rob, man, we are on point. Everything you said, you actually taught me a little thing. Is that a spider? It's disgusting. You actually taught me a couple of things and... Uh, I appreciate I appreciated your message. I thought it was cool. You're a smart dude. You get it. I don't know. We share the same opinions. I guess that makes you smart. I think you are smart. I think you're intelligent. And I think you probably could go far with the RCMP. You mentioned that you had 12 years. And I know what you mean. You hit 12 years, right? And you're like, what do I do? Do I do something else with your brain? Yeah, you could. Sometimes 12 years is enough of the same thing. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you do. You could be 12 years of being an electrician. And you're just like, oh, maybe I'll try something different. And you can. I don't know exactly what that is, but... You can. Start up a podcast with that mind of yours. Do something like that. Say anything you want. I don't even know what I can say. There's probably a lot of things that I'm not even allowed to say, but I say it anyways. And It's funny, when you retire from the RCMP, you still kind of think that they're going to knock on your door. Hey. Or you're going to get in shit for You know that feeling of always... I always felt on my days off, what did I do wrong? What are they going to talk to me about on my next four on? It's going to be something. They got to do something. They're bored. 
what am I going to get in shit for? And when you retire, <laughs> don't call me crazy, but it doesn't really go away. It doesn't. I still feel that. Cop car goes by my house. I think they're going to stop and knock on the door. Tell me to go clean up my diary dates. Or I got court or something, you know? You still got that notebook? No, I don't. I don't have that notebook. Do you remember that file? No. no. I'm not going to go to court. Well, who knows? There was a couple of murders I went to, and uh, they're still outstanding. What am I getting at here? What am I getting at? Rob? Yeah. Thanks, man. You said you are going to call back. Share something else that I can play, and I hope you do. Because I like your thinking. I do. I like it. And I like all the calls. Paul Kimber, man, I listen to every single one of your calls. Thanks for calling. Appreciate the support. You and Colin Brown, I'm going to send you guys something for Christmas. Don't get too excited. It's not a big deal, but something. Okay. I'm going to show you the, not the wingnut. I'm going to show you an ignorant lady. Guys, I don't mean to keep on talking about systemic racism. This is not why I started this thing. I didn't start this to talk about systemic racism. How boring. I started this to break down police videos. That's why I started it. Yeah, maybe I could, you know, offer something. But I can't, they keep on, did you know they have these meetings, these parliamentary meetings? They've had about seven of them since June. And they're titled Systemic Racism. Google S-E-C-U. And it should come up for you. You can watch these meetings. They had a meeting the other day. And this lady comes up, okay? She's she's going to talk about systemic... It's short, okay? I'm not going to bore you with systemic racism today. But it's short. And she's a little ignorant. I, I'm trying to look at it a different way. Let's look at it a different way. Maybe you will learn something from this. I've always wanted an example of systemic racism today. Give me an example today. How is there systemic racism in policing today? Or the RCMP? Don't you love VPD? Is it VPD, Vancouver Police Department, how the chief came out and said, there's absolutely no systemic racism? in my organization. And I'm offended, word for word, I'm offended that you would even bring that up. That you would even think that. That's all he said. He's never been bugged again about it. End of story. Nipped in the bud? Or butt. Nipped in the something, right? Nipped. That's all our commissioner, our, your commissioner, had to do. Now she screwed herself. Maybe she's ignorant. But this lady's gonna, maybe she'll teach you something that you didn't know. I'll show you a picture. This, this lady here. She likes to read books, right? That's a hell of a lot of books. That's just, so we know right off the bat that she's intelligent and it looks like she just got her hair done for her big moment 
at Parliamentary Hill. I don't even know where they are. I don't even get this shit. But let's listen to what she has to say. How well-received women are and how they're treated. This system is an old system. It's definitely an old system, isn't it? Isn't that a good thing? You would think, right? Better than new? Uh I don't think she likes that it's old, though. And it's based on principles that just are not in today's world when you're talking about things like feminism. So we need to change how how it's looked at. Women are a bit... Back in the days when RCMP actually were started, and we have stories in the 1800s where RCMP raped our women. So... I mean, this is nothing for that just started now. This is. The raping. It didn't just start today. It happened. It happened many, many years ago. And. She's not a wing nut. I don't know. What do you say to that, right? I don't even know what to say. This is maybe why I didn't add this the other day. This is brand new, by the way. She said this the other day during this meeting. And it didn't, the rapes <laughs> didn't just start now, guys. And it happened many, many years ago. 1800? 1800. Funny, I always thought the RCMP was created in 1920, but she's teaching me something new. It was created in 1800, back when the RCMP were doing all those rapes. Anyway, so she's talking to a committee, and... She's given her insight into systemic racism in the RCMP. And I just wanted to share that with you that uh, even though there's no evidence, it's probably a good thing that she has said this because uh, that makes the RCMP rapey, right? You're rapey. You're racist, rapey, mounted police and... I thought it was important that you should you should know that. They're going to take, all these committee members are going to take what she says, and they are going to shape the RCMP into the way they want to shape it with all this intelligent feedback from these intelligent people with great hair. And then you're going to go out onto the field using their policies and procedures I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. Do I do I hit play? Does she say more? We have to change these systems now. So yeah, change the systems, right? She doesn't provide any examples how to change the system. See, I'm trying not to get excited. It's good. It's good. But we got to change the system. You need to stop raping. Just change it. Just tweak it. Let's tweak it up. Let's change it. I'm not going to provide you any examples or ideas. 
Well, like stop raping. There's a good there's a good start, guys. Jesus. Let's put an end to that. Right? Oh, this is stupid. Yeah, let's start treating people equally within the system. Okay, please. Rapist. Oh, you're. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so great, right? This guy's gonna come up. She just mentioned that the RCMP was formed in 1800, which I I was pretty certain it was 1920, and. Back then, they used to rape. So now, somebody's going to... This guy is going to ask her. Like, are you sure they were raping back in 1800? What's your... uh, How do you know that? How do you know that? And was the RCMP really formed in 1800? Right? Because these guys are intelligent. These are are intelligent people. So they're going to maybe challenge her a little bit, right? Let's see what this guy has to say. Yeah, thank you, Melanie. Do you, just building upon what you said, uh, do you have any other thoughts or recommendations on what this committee should look for or ensure uh, that's included in the First Nations Policing Act? Is there anything that we need to avoid? Do you think he's really interested? Maybe he is. Maybe they really are. Maybe they really are interested. I can't do it anymore. I don't think I can listen to it anymore. I'm not really feeling it anymore. It is so outrageous and so insane. That... Let's switch it up to something more happier. I'm upstairs, literally an hour ago. I checked my voice message. A guy leaves a message. Let me. Let's just play it. Okay. Let's just play play the message. Microphone. Yes, sirree. We are live. Rock and roll, there you are. Let's hear him. Hi, Clinton. My name's Tony. I'm one of your uh, subscribers. Tony. I tell you. On your channel. Um, I was just curious. Um, a few years ago in Toronto, uh, that's where I live. Nice. Uh, there was the Never been. a team case. You're probably familiar with it, the streetcar shooting. No. Where the officer was convicted of... Uh, I believe it was attempted murder. Isn't this funny that, like, I should have known this shit, right? But I didn't know what he was talking about. Three years ago, I was a cop. Well, a year ago. When did I retire? I don't even know when I retired. And when the raise comes, am I going to get a retro check? Right? Uh Yeah, right, eh? Because it wasn't too long ago. Did I retire in 2019? I think so. Uh... But when I was a cop, I didn't watch any news. I knew nothing other than my job, my family. I paid attention to nothing else. And I literally could not tell you. I remember having a recruit on my watch, RFT. I had to sit in sit in with uh, her trying to pass her, um, what do you call it, board. And they asked the question, who's the commissioner of the RCMP? And I'm like, I turned my head away. They're asking her, I'm like, oh my fuck, who is it? I didn't even know. So no, I paid attention to nothing. Let's keep on going. And I was just wondering what your take was on that. If you thought it was justified or if you thought it was not justified, if you think. So after you played this, I watched it. Do I think it's justified? 
not justified. When I watch videos, police videos, I watch them a lot. I think about it a lot because it's important to see it from every aspect. That it was that the punishment suited the crime. Punishment. I just wanted to know what know. your take was on that. So um, look forward to your punishment suited the crime. I don't know. It's really hard for me to. I'm going to show you the clip because I just watched it an hour ago. And I probably shouldn't be talking about it because I need to think about this stuff. That's how my mind works. It takes time. I hate to see cops screwing up. I don't like showing it. I feel for the cop. I also feel for the bad guy. Like I feel for this bad guy here. Even though he put the cop in a bad position. And that's what bad guys do, right? They put you in a bad position where you have to react and you hope you react properly. There's so many good cops out there that react the wrong way. I went to training with them. I went to Chilliwack PRTC. We did scenarios. I remember a scenario. There was an inspector who hadn't been on the road in years, knows nothing. He lost it all. All his, what tools do I use? Do I use a taser, pepper spray, gun? It was a pepper spray scenario. That was the right call. You use your pepper spray. But this inspector uses his gun and kills the guy. The inspector is a good person. It was just a scenario. But he shouldn't have killed the guy. That's That was the wrong call. So I find it sad when I see police who are good people blow it because they're not thinking rationally. Maybe they're suffering from something. Maybe their life at home is terrible. Maybe their work life is terrible. When your work life is terrible, your home life is terrible, what are you left with? And he shows up to this call. And... Let's just show it, okay? Let's show it. Let's see if this works because I kind of recorded it here and uh, screen recorder. I'm going to talk while it's on. There's no volume. Just going to hit play and I'm going to talk while it's on. Here we go. Bad guys in the back of the bus with a knife. His balls and dick and cock are out. Everybody's losing their mind. Holy shit, we got to get out of here. He's holding on to his cock. He's holding a knife. He's pointing. I think that, yeah, that's a knife. That guy needs his bike, I guess. <laughs> this dummy. Like, what are you doing? Like me, I'd be busting that door open, getting the hell out, but. Okay, here we go. So everybody, uh, yeah, push the door open. I'm fast forwarding it here. See, see how, see how I did that? That's nice. Cops show up. Ah, oh, there they are. Okay, they're telling him to drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife. What what this guy does is he doesn't drop the knife. He walks away. So I can see, but when he comes back, it looks like he's coming back and he's going to go out of the bus. I'm giving the cop the benefit of the doubt. I have no volume. I don't know what is being said. I don't know what bad guy is saying. 
But bad guy, he comes, he starts walking, he starts walking towards the cop. Does he fear grievous bodily harm, death and grievous bodily harm? If he does, okay, okay, maybe. One, two, three. You see the gun there? Boom, boom, boom. Watch his gun. Watch the cop's gun. Bad guy's on the ground. One, two, three, four, five, six. Just in case you, oh, what are you doing? Okay, I tend that call. I don't, I'm not shooting right then and there. I'm not. He's on the ground. Was bad guy trying to get up? Probably. He was probably trying to get up. So he gave him six more. I'm still not shooting. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Look, I don't know what this guy's, he's going to taser him now. Like six, seven, eight, nine, eight or nine shots in him. Taser. Boom. Kid's about 19 years old. I don't know. He dies. Cop gets six years in jail for attempted murder. And what's my feeling? I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't. Have, you know what's funny, though? They put you in that position. I don't like it. I don't get the whole point of... He's on the ground. I'm going to put six more bullets into him. I just, I don't get it. Thanks. I'm going to have nightmares about this one. Thanks. <laughs> here's the, here's the thing. So bad guy walks away and he comes back. Okay. You can articulate. Well, he came back. And I thought he was coming out of the bus with the knife. I'm too close. Time and distance. He can technically kill me with his knife. Action beats reaction. If he would have killed him then and there, the cop wouldn't have went to jail. If that cop, his first shot would have been a headshot, this is so sick to say. But if his first shot would have been a headshot, that cop probably wouldn't have went to jail. But because he shot him six more times while he was on the ground. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But I'm putting myself into that cop's shoes. And I'm not fearing death. And grief. You always fear something, right? I, okay. Maybe I do fear death. He has a knife. I don't know what bad guy's saying. He's got a knife. Of course I'm going to fear some kind of death. So maybe you give him three shots. But I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I just know me. I wouldn't have done it. I definitely wouldn't have given him another six when he's on the ground. But when you do that shit as a cop, fuck, you got to convince a jury or a judge that you... You still threatened? You were you still feared death while he was on the ground in the bus? And you give him six shots? That's why that's why he got convicted. It was the six shots after. He might have got away with it with the three shots. And I don't know what the cop felt. What did he feel? I don't know. So it's hard for me to just 
and I did it. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have thought more, more about this video. I probably should have researched it more. I did very little research. I just know that I got six and a half years in jail. And it's sad. It's sad that obviously this kid was suffering from mental health, but that's not the cop's problem. Sorry, guys. If you're suffering from mental health, it's not the cop's problem. It's your problem. And that's just the way it is. We got to react to your behavior no matter what. Anyways, Tony, Tony, I hope, uh, I don't know. What were your thoughts about it? Call me back. Tony, call me back on the hotline number. I'm not going to answer. I never do. I can't. Call me back on the hotline number. And tell me what you think about the video. I wish you would have started it that way. Just because I, I want to hear what your your thoughts of it are. You sometimes wonder what police think, that what's going through their heads, right? Sometimes a situation, you... you I don't know, sometimes I think my mind... I, if I went back to work, I think my mind is just sharp as fuck now. But I needed that, that break. A break will make your mind better. It's, it's odd, but I feel like towards the end of my career, I wasn't making good decisions. And the mind was, failing in a lot of ways I stopped I I would forget things while I'm at work on a night shift I couldn't stay awake I couldn't stay awake and I would forget things and I'd wake up in the morning like 9 I'd go to bed at 5 or 6 wake up at 9 I'd instantly remember oh shit and then I'd call the watch commander and be like hey man I forgot to do this this and this I don't know why Well, I do. I know why now. Sometimes your mind just gets, it gets too full. Maybe that cop's mind was too full and he's paid the price. Do I think the punishment is enough? Assuming the guy's a good guy. Yeah, I do. I think it is enough. Six and a half. Oh, knock at the door. We got some booze. And I don't even know if I'm going to show this. I like to prepare for this stuff, but I didn't. And I don't want to bore you guys. I don't want to put out shitty content. That's my biggest fear. That's why there's such a pause in, I should be doing a video a day. I got nothing to do. Just babysit. But I don't want to put out shit. And call the hotline number, 604-330-2512. Have a great night, a great weekend, and thank you so much for watching this silly stuff. Bye-bye. Don't you love this thing? This is new. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Here we go.